It's now time for Radio Drama, where we perform on the stage of your mind. The curtains are your eyelashes, your hat our fly space. Different parts of your brain are the costume, set designer, and makeup artist. And your eyes are in your ear. Audio plays have been broadcast since radio began. Join us as we continue the tradition on the Texas Radio Theater. Blue Proton Space Ranger! I'm the Whisper. It means murder, Watson. Onward to adventure! Away! Because it's not only the theater, but it's the theater of the mind. The mind! And that's what I'm writing Jump for. Jump Rod. Renegade! Ready for impact in three, two, one. Tying on the rope now. It's the realm of your imagination where anything can happen and usually does. Hi, and welcome to the Texas Radio Theater. Uh, what you're tuned to right now is another recreation. Uh, what we did here was uh, we readapted some of the original Flash Gordon serials. Uh, we didn't really update them a little bit. We just kind of put our own little twist on them. We don't do many recreations anymore, but we thought we'd make a few of these available on our podcasts. We're not exactly starting with number one because um, just recently, One Act Players released chapter one of the Flash Gordon. It was pretty true to the original. And uh, what we're doing here is this is an expanded version of chapter two. We added a few things. And uh, like I said, we put our own twist on it. So enjoy this Texas radio theater version of chapter two, Flash Gordon. Presenting tonight and in person, the amazing interplanetary adventures of Flash Gordon and Dale Arden. Chapter 2, Attack of the Sharkmen. This audio play was adapted from the original by Richard Froelich and D.B. Humphreys. These thrilling adventures come to you as once depicted each week in your Hearst Sunday newspaper. Now, available deep in the archives of your local public library. And now, Flash Gordon! Last time, you may remember, Flash Gordon and Dale Arden saved the Earth from destruction by shooting a rocket at a planet which threatened to collide with it. They became marooned on the planet called Mongo. The Emperor Ming the Merciless ordered Flash killed and commanded Dale to marry him. The royal princess loving Flash saved him. Thun, prince of the linemen, helped Flash prevent Ming from marrying Dell by breaking up the marriage ceremony and escaping underground. Now we continue the story. After rescuing Dale from a terrifying wedding ceremony with Ming the Merciless, Flash and the girl slip down a passage and land in a river. Are washed down a waterfall which flows into a huge dark lake. 
Flash swims to Dale's side, only to see her pulled underneath the surface by two powerful green scaly arms. With no thought of his own safety, Flash Gordon dives to Dale's rescue. A subterranean cavern. That's a good thing, too. I couldn't hold my breath much longer. Dale! Dale, can you hear me? Flash! Flash, it's no use! Don't move! I'm coming, Dale! Where do you think you're going? And who are you? We are the Shark Men. We've never seen creatures like you. Weird. So easy to catch in water. At first, we thought the female was dead. Where's Dale? Have you harmed her? Only gagged her. Come this way. It's so cold down here. It suits us. You will find the pale female in this chamber. Dale! Dale! Well, they've tied you up, but... But you're all right. <laughs> all right. Of course she is. She must be kept fresh, at least until dinner tonight. Hmm. Yes, dinner tonight. You're hideous. You're cannibals. Cannibals eat their own, weird one. Or had you not noticed the differences between us? You're sick. Hmm. Yes, but only from hunger. May I only hope that you do taste better than you look. <laughs> hey, what's that green glowing thing? It's an electro star. You won't feel a thing, not that I care. Hey, no! Ugh. And you, female, will be quiet, unless you also desire a shock from the electro staff. <laughs> what was that? Show yourself. I said show yourself. Greetings, shark man. Princess Aura, I, I had no idea you were coming. Um, we have been meaning to send His Highness the Emperor his tribute. Um, do you care to dine with us? As you can see, we've caught two most interesting creatures. <laughs> yes, you certainly have. Revive him. But we must restrain him. He's very strong, this one. He. I said, revive him. Of course, princess, as you say. Oh, oh my head. You'll be all right, Flash. Must save, must save Dale. I see nothing special about her. Why do you care so much for that female? We ought to just leave her here. I'm not going with you unless I know she's safe. Sharkman, you will release the one called Flash to me, and you will also release the other one. Do not harm her, for my father wants her more than anything. Hmm. See that Ming doesn't get hold of her. Um, yes. She's very valuable. No harm must come to her. Of course, my princess. I understand. But where will she go? She should come with us. Now help me get him to my ship. Princess. Always willing to oblige a princess of Mongo. I thank you. Hey, what's going on here? Nothing we can't handle in time, my dear Flash. Sleep tight, weird one. The shark men take the unconscious Flash Gordon to Aura's ship. Then, as per the princess's secret instructions, they take Dale back to the palace of Emperor Ming. And along the way, they find an unconscious Prince Thun. Both are turned over to the merciless Emperor Ming. Meanwhile, Princess Aura begins to ready her rocket ship for flight when all the power suddenly cuts off. What's going on? My rocket's power is dead. What have you done, Flash? Nothing. Honest. Then go outside and see if something is jamming the rocket engine. I don't know if I'm the best man for the job. Please, Flash. 
Very well. Maybe we can go back and get Dale. You mean that? Sure. All right. Open the door. King of the lion people. Where is Than, my son? What hast thou done to him? How dare you talk that way to me? There is no time for pleasantries. I shall take thee back to my jungle. Come outside. You must know my father will hear of this. <laughs> I would like to see him rescue thee. Yes, I believe I would, because thou art the bait in an elaborate trap. I'd rather not. She's free. Lion men, stop her. See, thou art cornered on the edge of Constrictor Canyon. Nowhere to go but to my waiting arms. <laughs> I'll bet I could jump off this edge and survive. <laughs> oh, yes. But if you're ensnared by the constrictor plant without a death ray, not even a vixen like you could escape their grasp. Now step away from the cliff's edge. Come to me or die. Then die I must. Thou art a brave one. <laughs> Come now. Step away from the cliff's edge and we can talk. Not this time, Drubidge. Not this time! Princess Aura, she's jumped. <laughs> and Mongo is a much better place now. Come, strange one. Perhaps Ming might want thee as well. No, I'm going after her. She's my only chance to see Dale again. Hey, he took my sword! I'm coming, Princess! <sighs> For the love of Pau, he has jumped off the cliff too. Uh, this day is not going as I planned. I know. Maybe we can tear up some shark men. What dost thou sayest, warriors? Oh, oh, the constricted plants got me. Easy now. I'm here. Flash! Oh, Flash, you jumped too. Oh, Harry, the leaves are crushing me. It's going to devour me. Don't struggle, Princess Aura. I'll free you. Hey, we're still 30 feet in the air. What do these things normally eat? Canaries. But it's 10 feet across. Yes, an average 200-pound canary is easily trapped by one of these awful plants. 200-pound canaries? Remind me to get a hat. Oh, its leaves have got me. Don't worry, I'll cut them with this lion man sword. Oh, be careful. Uh, oh, careful, Flash. The plant may touch you. Uh, this devilish plant. Oh! Uh, there. Oh, Flash, it's got you too. Uh, honestly, I didn't think it would move that fast. You don't have anything like constrictor plants on Earth? Sure, but they're not quite so big. Uh, it's crushing me too. What shall we do now? It's got me by the wrist. This sword is useless. Flash. Oh, Flash! What is it, Princess? Are you in pain? No. No, look. Look down there. It's a rocket ship. It must have just landed near us. I was too busy to notice. The door is opened. I see it now. It looks like soldiers coming out. I guess you're saved, Princess. Your father probably gave them orders to kill me. Maybe they'll just leave me up here. I won't let them, Flash. I promise I won't. Wait. Those soldiers, I've never seen them before. They're not your father's men? No, 
And like the lion men, they must have seen us and come to make us captives. Well, at least they'll get us out of the clutches of this terrible plant. Soldiers, attack that plant and kill it. But don't injure its victims. I want them brought to me alive. Don't be afraid, Princess. Those men will catch you. Oh! Be ready to catch our men. I'm letting go. No! Now the other one. Here I come. Look out! We're on the ground, Flash, but I'm not sure how safe we are. My father has many enemies. I guess our fate is up to the leader of those soldiers. Soldiers, you did that well. Ah, uh, Princess Aura. Yes? How do you know me? Who are you? You don't recognize me, do you? I'm not surprised. Nevertheless, I know your father. Oh. So what's this? Another weird alien stranger? It looks that way, Prince Baron. Prepare to blindfold him. And prepare our other alien prisoner for the ordeal of the poison daggers. As you command, Prince Baron. What are you going to do with me? God, take the princess to my quarters. As you command, Prince Baron. Ah, here comes our other weird prisoner. Perhaps you know him, youth. How can I tell? He's got a hood over his head. I can't see his face. He says he is from the Earth, or what we know as the Blue Moon. I suppose you say you're from there, too. Yes. I don't believe you. But no matter. A hiding place must remain a secret, so both of you must die. Captain, are the alien prisoners prepared? They are, Prince Baron. Uh, their forearms are tied together. And the poison daggers, are they ready? Yes, they are. Now listen, prisoners. I'm dipping these two daggers in dragon's blood. The slightest scratch from these blades means certain death. Captain, give these to the prisoners. On the count of three, you'll commence fighting. One, two... Three. As Prince Baron utters these words, Flash steps back, jerking his mysterious antagonist off balance. He flings aside his dagger and then causes his opponent to drop his poisoned weapon. Picking up the dagger, Flash severs the cords binding him to his opponent. And as the two whip off their blindfolds and reveal themselves to each other... Flash Gordon? Dr. Zarkov. So you do know each other. I should say we do. Astounding. No one has ever survived the ordeal of the poison daggers. I... I will pardon you both. Thank you, Prince Baron. I'm mighty glad to see you, Doctor. I thought you were dead after our rocket crashed on this planet. I was badly hurt, Flash. These fellows, they picked me up and brought me here. They made me act as their servant. But more importantly... Look, look there, up in the sky. Can you see the Earth? All this time, and I never thought to look up. Why, it's still there in the darkening sky. Yes, but Flash, I've observed that it is slowly getting smaller. I certainly hope our sacrifices had a hand in saving our world from utter destruction. Will we ever set foot there again? That depends on many things, my boy. Many things. So, the new blue moon of Mongo, that is your Earth. Yes, we came from there on a rocket that Dr. Zarkov built. If you truly came from the blue moon, that would make you no less than royalty on Mongo. There are many legends and prophecies surrounding it. I must confess, until we saw it appear in our skies, many of us thought the Blue Moon was just a fairy story made up by the Blue Men of Mongo. Regrettably, its appearance has thrown our world into chaos. It came closest to the kingdom of the Lion Men, and they took it as an omen to attack. Poor souls. Prince Baron, Dr. Zarkov is one of the most brilliant scientists in our world. He was... Enough. Enough. My admiration for both of you is boundless. I would be honored to have you shake my hand and call me friend. Your friend? Yes. Why, of course. Yes. Yes, most excellent. Good. Now come to my quarters. 
My friends, I have invented a metal-clad electric mole vehicle with which I intend to burrow underground into the palace of Ming the Merciless and overthrow his tyrannical government. Are you with me? Certainly. You bet we are. But first, I'd like to know where my friend Dale Arden is. She's also from Earth. A female of Earth. My spies in Ming's palace say he's got a weird female prisoner he's obsessed with. Perhaps this is your Dale. Ming has got her again? But Princess Aura, you told me that, that she wouldn't be harmed. She's not dead, is she? So, Flash, Dr. Zarkov, are you with me? Yes. yes. Princess Aura, you've heard what I plan to do. What are your thoughts? I heard. Please take me back to my father's palace with you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Princess. It's because of you that I'm a hunted man. No, you'll remain here as my prisoner. Come, my friends. Come. Oh, I will, will I? God. What is it? What is your name? Ronkel, my princess. Ronkel. I thought I recognized your face. You fled into exile from my father's guard when you were caught stealing. Yes. Listen, Ronkel. Yes, Princess? My rocket ship is at the top of Constrictor Canyon. If you would help me get to it, we can warn my father of what those men plan to do, and I will not only make you wealthy, but also a duke. For one so lovely as my princess, how could I refuse? Come with me. Unaware of what has happened in the hiding place, Flash and his allies begin tunneling in the metal-clad electric mole, deep underground... Under Constrictor Canyon, under the lair of the Sharkmen, under the very palace of Ming. Until finally... They break through the floor of the central hall. The door opens, and the three emerge from the metal burrowing machine. Come, my friends. We have arrived. Ah, so we have. What is uh, your next move, Prince Baron? Hmm. This is the central hall of Ming's palace. We will go up those stairs, Dr. Zarkov, and surprise the inner guards. Stop! Stop in the name of Ming! Prince Baron, look! Ming's armored men! Surrender or die! We've been betrayed! Yes. But how could they have gotten here before us? It doesn't matter. Let us get our ray guns. It's no use, Doctor. The arm of those soldiers is ray-proof. Here comes Ming the Merciless with his high priestess. Flash! Flash, over here! Dale! Thank heaven she's all right. Welcome back to my palace, Flash Gordon. And welcome to your companions. Hmm. Dr. Zarkov, you survived. No matter. Soldiers, lash them to the pillar over there and execute them. Oh, Flash, darling. I love you so much. Dale, my dear. We did our best to save you, but we've been betrayed. I guess they have us now. Let them shoot. They will kill me too, and we will be together forever. Very well, Dale Arden. You can have him in death. Captain, sire, proceed with the execution. Go ahead and shoot us, you blue dogs. We aren't afraid to die. Ready? Aim. Captain, hold your fire. I, High Priestess Zogi, command it. Zogi? What is this? If you were not the High Priestess, I would have your tongue torn out for your insolence. I ask you to remember, sire, that according to the writ of Pa'u, even a traitor has the right to choose between the firing squad and the terrible pit. Oh, yes. I'm familiar with our law, Zogi, but, but look at them for Pa'u's sake. They're not even of Mongo. Their, their souls won't swim in the great well of Azul. 
These creatures are no more than alien dogs. But Prince Baron is of Mongo. And did these earth beings not come from the sacred blue moon? Oh. Shh! Enough, enough! Your knowledge of our sacred laws is admirable. And after giving it a second thought, such formal methods of death would provide greater amusement. Yes, sire. We must abide by the sacred writs. And I see no reason uh, why the girl should be killed. Ah, the girl. <laughs> yes, of course. Shall I ask them to choose? Uh, no, Zogi, allow me. Traitorous dogs and weird aliens from Earth, hear me. Choose now. A quick and painless death by ray guns or the terrible test. We choose the terrible test, Emperor Ming. I thought as much. Captain? Yes, Emperor Ming. Release the prisoners. They shall undergo the terrible test. Bring them over to the pit. Yes, sire. All right, come along. Move along. This is the test of the torture pit. Flash Gordon, you and Baron will stand at each end of the narrow platform and with long whips try to topple each other into the pit where a <laughs> surprise will be awaiting you. Take your places. The two mount the platform. Flash ducks as Baron's whip winds over his head. Flash's whip hits Baron with such force as to knock him off balance and into the pit. Dropping his whip, Flash leaps after him as he throws the unconscious Prince Baron over his shoulder and prepares to climb out. A transparent metal sheet slides over the top of the pit, trapping them. At the same time... Flash hears a growl, and looking around sees three snarling tigrons, huge beasts covered in yellow and black hair, enormous claws and mouths filled with razor-sharp saliva-dripping teeth. Placing Baron on the floor, Flash turns on the fierce beasts. The first one charges. Leaping high in the air, Flash comes down on the tigron's back, and with a powerful wrench, breaks its neck. The other two Tigrons leap at each other to fight for the possession of the body. Furiously, the battle rages. And finally, both animals are down, wounded until death. Then Prince Baron regains consciousness. Uh, where, where are we? It's all right, Prince Baron. Stand up. We're in the pit. But they've trapped us with that transparent metal lid. And you, you saved us from these beasts. Why, you are superb, Flash. That was easier than figuring out how we're going to get out of here. Look up there. Why, it's Prince Thun. He's just in time. Thun, roll the metal lid back. He's nodding that he understands. There, he's done it. We're free. Take the rope. Come along. Meanwhile... In the temple of Pau, Ming and Dale are about to be married by Zogi, the high priestess. <laughs> by now, Dale Auden, my saber-toothed tigrons have, have torn your hero to pieces. Oh, poor Flash. He died trying to save me. Nothing matters now. Here comes Zogi to perform the ceremony. Oh, mighty Ming. Ruler of Mongo and the universe, 
does your supreme intelligence take this earth woman to be your wife and empress of Mongo? I most certainly do. And you, Dale Arden, do you take this just and brilliant man to be your lord and master? I don't care what happens now. <laughs> Was that a yes? <laughs> oh, come on, my dear, come on. Yes. Oh, did you hear that? Pardon? Say it again to the priestess so she can hear it. Go, go, go on. Yes. Yeah. How many times do you expect her to say it? <laughs> yeah, you see, she's overcome with a pitiful earth emotions, the poor pathetic thing. But, sire, I must be absolutely sure. Oh, you pusillanimous, weak-minded old fool. I am Ming, all-powerful ruler of the universe. If I tell you that she said yes, then you had better believe she said yes. Now, <clears throat> of course. Now, as you have accepted each other in matrimony before the great god Pau, I pronounce Wait. Stop. <gasps> oh, the idol speaks. I, Pau, forbid this marriage. Oh, please. It's a trick. Everyone, close your mouths and let's get on with this ceremony. Then afterwards we can have great fun tracking down and killing the traitorous vermin who's playing this prank. But, but, but sire, the idol speaks. Oh, fools! The whole lot of you, a stone idol, cannot talk. Zogi, swing back the statue. At once, sire! Flash! You! But you're... It, it, it can't be! Come on, Dale! Flash, darling, they told me you were dead. The Earthman and his companion have desecrated our idol. Oh, dear. God, shoot them down. Blast their accursed bodies to atoms so we can resume my wedding. Wait, sire. The sacred writs say you cannot execute the man who has passed the test of the Tigrons. Guards, drop your weapons or Pa'u will curse you all. What? You dare to defy me? I only quote the sacred writ, sire. As High Priestess, it is my duty to interpret and enforce its dictates. Tell me, Zogi, is it against the rules to slay someone in the temple? Well, no, you can make sacrifices to Pa'u. God, give me your sword. Accept <laughs> this as my offering to the temple of Pa'u. To shut your jabbering mouth forever! Oh, but uh, the wedding! Oh, how awful! He's killed the high priestess! Carry her body away, gods! Do as I say! Do as I say! Flash, what is happening? The guards are confused. They're not moving. Of course, Flash. Ming only had power through the worship of the mighty Pau, and now that he's killed the high priestess... They have lost their soul to follow him. Quick, my Alice. We must escape now. Yes, my friends. To your metal mole vehicle. No, we must... No time, Dr. Zarkov. Let's go. But Flash, I think I know the answer. And as Flash and his allies escape to safety, Ming the Merciless, in a last-ditch attempt of control, rips the sacred necklace of Pau from around the dead High Priestess's neck. Hear me, all of Mongo! 
I, Ming the Merciless, have made a lawful sacrifice according to the great Pau, and by the power and law of all who believe, I am now your leader, not just in body and mind, but in soul. And Ming fastens the sacred necklace of Pau around his own neck. Suddenly, the confusion in the temple stops. All transfix their eyes on Ming the Merciless, and they bow. We are servants of Ming. We will obey Ming. Ming is our friend. Sir Ming. Ming is all powerful. We love Ming. Obey Ming. Honor Ming. We are Meanwhile, safe in the jungle lair of the Lion Men. Ah, victorious we are, Flash! True. Flash Gordon, my new friend. Ming's own forces were turning on him. Soon all of the planet of Mongo will be free. I hope so. Thank goodness I couldn't stand another wedding. What? Even if it's ours? <gasps> oh, Flash! I must, Dale. I'm jumping without a parachute this time. <laughs> oh, Flash. <laughs> Dr. Zarkov, why do you look so troubled? I'm not so sure that we should be celebrating yet. Why do you say that, Doctor? I have been drawing this since we escaped from Ming's throne room. It's the amulet of High Priest Asogi. True, my dear. Its shape looks familiar. Yeah, but now hold it up to the mirror on the wall behind you. It's the shape of your anti-gravity device. Yeah, but reversed. And so its power... Must be to attract. Precisely. The power of Pau, and we left it behind. Oh, my goodness. Hear that, Flash? Hear that? I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Flash Gordon. <laughs> yes, my beloved Flash, I as well. <laughs> what will Flash, Dale, and their allies have to endure next? Stay tuned. Only you can imagine. This has been a Texas Radio Theater recreation of Flash Gordon, Lost on the Planet of Evil, adapted from the original radio serial and directed by Richard Froelich. It was produced by the Texas Radio Theater Company in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art, challenging its visitors to think creatively. At this time, we'd like to invite our voice actors to introduce themselves to you one by one. My name is Richard Baker, and I played the Shark Man and the Slave and Prince Baron. I'm Luann Chapman, and I played the High Priestess Zogi and the Mother. I'm Bill Flynn, and I played Dr. Zarkoff, Ming, and the Paperboy. Hi, I'm Larry Groby, and I was your announcer, and the dog. Woof! I'm Gary Layton, I played Princeton and others. <laughs> I'm Kara Metzger. I played Dale Arden, Princess Aura, and Jennifer. 
I'm Tim Wardell, and I was Flash Gordon. I'm Ken Rainey. I was the captain of the guard, king of the lion man, and of course, your announcer. Live sound effects were directed by Libby Milliron. Additional support for tonight's program was provided by Intention Swell Coffee, the coffee house at Lincoln Square, and special thanks go to you for your continued assistance in our efforts to keep radio drama alive. I'm Ken Rainey, your announcer, and on behalf of the Texas Radio Theater Company, thanks so much for listening, and have a very pleasant evening. This was recorded in front of a live studio audience, January 2003. This recording is copyright 2003 by Richard Froelich and the Texas Radio Theater Company. For more information, please log on to www.texasradiotheater.com.